Hello, everyone, and welcome to a very special bonus episode. Bonus. This is Finger Guns Podcast with Tony, Dave, and James. Bonus. I am your bonus. How many times? I'm your bonus intro co-host, James, and I am joined, as always, with... Tony Bonus Baldwin. Oh, nice. And I guess Dave Bonus Baldwin. Dave Bonus Baldwin. <laughs> yeah. That's actually, that's that's not bad. Yeah. Bonus Baldwin. Like, yeah. Two Bonus Baldwins for the price of one. Uh, it's always been the way. <laughs> it's been the worst deal of my life. Sorry, buddy. Uh, <laughs> anyway, we're here covering uh, Fantasia. We got a lot of more movies to talk about, so we figured we'd just split it up, not give you all of it in one shot, and not play... Uh, tiff 2022 on y'all yeah we weren't going to do that and you know since fantasia is over now and this is uh, the rare thursday episode it's a bonus episode look we can do whatever we want <laughs> who's gonna hold us accountable this who? is true we this make the we make it we fuck i can't even talk we make fuck the rules yeah. though we have no we have no ceos here there's no one telling us what to do we are the ceo fuck yeah <laughs> We need to get business cards that say I'm CEO, bitch. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. On uh, bone. Oh Thank yeah. Bone. Yeah. With raised lettering. Got to be bone. bone. Do you yeah. feel that? It's bone. It's bone. <laughs> <laughs> Good film. It was on. It was. I was going through Netflix today to watch something yeah. just for funsies, yeah. and that was there, and I was like. No, I'm with the baby. I can't watch it. <laughs> later. Later. I'm later. coming back for you. Added to my my uh, watch list. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. Um, you guys want to get to? You want to get through some Fantasia movies? I, I fucking hit it. I do. No, let's fucking go. So, in typical fashion... Um, you know, Dave and I have uh, a reasonable amount of films that we want to talk about, and Tony has 78 that he needs to go through. <laughs> so I feel like I'm just going to let Tony be in the driver's seat here and uh, pick which ones he wants to talk about. Yeah, hey, that's Tony. Uh, let's start with uh, Hundreds of Beavers. Oh, okay, sure. Ooh, Tell me about so this one. I watched... You were kind of trying to sell me on it earlier this week, so I want to know. It was a one. It was one that wasn't on our list originally, but uh, the press release came in, and oh boy, that was a good press release. It was release. a good press mm. release, and mm. I was, and I was like, I need to see this film, right? And sure enough, right there and then sent right over nice. and i haven't seen the film yet but and, i will be but tony did <laughs> but tony i did this is. i did for you guys yes uh so it's a silent movie a black and white movie oh. as well i would say that it is a cross between charlie chaplin and the looney tunes okay uh, so slapsticky very slapsticky okay uh it is about a fur trapper who uh wages war against beavers huh and that's uh that's, that's basically that's it. whole thing? Yeah. And to be honest with you, it is... Uh, so this fur trapper... Um, does it have, like, dialogue? Is there, like... Does it stop there's to show no, the dialogue? There, there's no dialogue. It's music, sound effects, oh, okay. and uh, some pretty interesting special effects. Nice. Essentially, why he goes wages war against the, the beavers is because uh, he oh, hundreds wants... Of hundreds of beavers. Hundreds of them, yes. Um, he wants to get with a girl. And her dad is just okay. like, if you want to marry this girl, my, my daughter, mm -hmm. you have to bring me pelts, hundreds of them. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, and that's that's exactly what he does. Oh, all right. Sure. Um, very weird movie. But they're not, they don't go down easily. 
they obviously don't go down easily. Okay. No, no, they're those, those beavers are crafty little bastards, <laughs> just like in real life. <laughs> but like, honestly, how they did it was so fucking like out of the box. Like you could tell it was low budget, but like literally, like they were leaving nothing. They put all the money they had on screen, which I really, uh, I really admire. Um, like I said, very weird movie. Um, the only downfall it has is it has a bit of a 20 to 30 minute prologue at the beginning, basically wow. setting up the fur trapper. Um, and in typical, in typical fashion, think, uh, internal sunshine at the spotless mind where the credits don't come until partway through the movie. Hmm. Same deal here. Uh, I feel if they just got rid of that prologue hmm. and just started right up, the movie would have been so much stronger because the movie, the movie goes on for about, I would say a hundred yeah, about an hour and forty to an hour and forty-five. Right. So it gets a little long-winded. Yeah, right? I was going to say when when you said it was a silent film, I'm like that seems long for yeah. a silent film, and, and, and it was long. Yeah. It was it was very dragged out and stuff. But like, there's definitely some quirky moments, some funny bits. Right. Uh, I was laughing. It was amusing. Some of it was really dumb. Like I said, it reminded me a lot of the Looney Tunes. Cool. Um, but definitely seek this out for sure. Uh, definitely an interesting thing. Uh, if you're anything like me who likes movies that are outside of the box and not your cookie cutter bullshit like we get nice. most of the time, uh, definitely seek this one out. Cool. Next. Uh, next. On my list. Uh, let's go for Mad Cats. Cool. Cool. It's another one that I just did. Hit me. Uh, hang on a sec. Just bringing this up because I don't want to fuck it up. Talk uh, to me, Ghost. Okay, so Letterbox synopsis is Taka, a shiftless young man, sets off on a quest to find his brother, Mune, teaming up with quirky new, uh, quirky new friend and an edgy, mysterious young girl along the way. Taka finds himself taking on a pack of vicious monster cats <laughs> determined to execute uh, an uns- execute unscrumptious, basically execute pet shop owners. Okay. Unscrupulous. It's probably unscrupulous. Yeah. That's it. Got That's it. it. Nice. There you go. Yeah. Um this movie is fucking weird. Okay. When it says <laughs> when they say cats, they, they mean, mean actual like, cats? No, like humans pretending to be cats. Oh. Yeah. Like jellical cats. Yeah. Oh, excellent. Yeah. Did it they is... go to the jellical ball? No, they don't go is to the jellical ball. One of them? They were Did it, they have buttholes? They did have buttholes. Hey. It wasn't. It wasn't like they weren't like you know they were humans, mm-hmm. but they were acting like cats. So mm. like, so like, Buddy at one point like opens up a thing of cat food and just starts fucking going ham on it. Got it. Right. And there's this little scene. It's like a homeless guy, and he's just like, "Oh, I got this cat, and he's eating it." He's like, "I'm, I'm, 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 I'm going to save the rest for later." Yuck. Yeah, it's, I'm uh, just thinking of Idris Elba as McCavity right now. Yeah, <laughs> it's a very weird movie, but uh, there's definitely some good bits in it. Nice. Uh, the CGI is dog shit. All right. <laughs> um, but I don't know. I was kind of like half and half on it. Okay. I wasn't entirely sold on it. Right. Um, but it definitely had a good preference. Again. Out of the box, so sure. it definitely gets yeah. points for it being out of the box. Yeah. Um, if you're into that weird, the weird Japanese um, subculture of cats, I sure. guess um, definitely seek it out. But if you're not into the whole weird thing, it's one of those movies where you got to be on board. Okay. If you're not on board in the first ten minutes, you just don't bother watching it. 
because like it basically sets sets it up like immediately and you're thrown right into it and it's That's like right. and it's basically a road trip movie because the guy's trying to save his brother right because his brother is one of the pet shop owners right um and yeah that's that's really all i got about that one yay or nay um may i'm gonna go may all right memory <laughs> that's enough that's enough you jellical fuck all right all right here we go i just also want to make it clear that i still have not seen cats i that yeah, it's tragic you need to correct yeah. that that's well, tragic. you know, a certain somebody said that he wanted to watch it with me. True. And it's just on that long growing list of <laughs> yes. movies that we need to yes. watch together. Yes. Together, yes. obviously, because you can't watch Cats alone. No, like, you can't. You can't. True story. Mm-hmm. Apparently, Quentin was kicking El- or kicking Alyssa's viciously, viciously during that movie. Nice. Okay. Because he was still in the womb at that point. He's yeah, really into he cats. Was, he, he was, was really very upset. Oh, I <laughs> bet. No, I think upset. he was just into it. And everybody was laughing. And I just remember I walked out and I saw Mr. Will Wong. And I was just like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, I don't know. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. All Next. right. So two down. I've talked enough. So let's sure. switch gears. <laughs> uh, what do you want to talk? What do you want us to talk about? You know what? Let's go a little dark. Uh-huh. And let's go with Femme. Oh, okay. Who <laughs> <laughs> <Ooh> boy? Who <laughs> <Ooh> boy? <laughs> what did you boys think of this? Oh man! Can I can I can I set a, can I set the stage first? Set the stage. Do you do set, set the stage. Yeah. Yeah. Just give me give me a moment. Give give me a hot moment. Uh. Okay. So um, there's a gentleman, and his name is Jules. He's yes. played by Nathan Stewart Jar, or Jarray. One yes. or the other. Go for it. He is a drag queen, and he he performs. He's quite magical, yeah, as most drag queens are. Um, and then he he goes outside, and uh, he he doesn't have his smokes. Yeah, he um, ran out of cigarettes. He ran yeah. out of cigarettes, so he goes yeah. to the corner store to go find the cigarettes. And uh, as he's standing there waiting for this person to finish buying like the entire store i don't know she was there for way 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 too long a bunch of uh hoodlums uh walk in including this one guy who was checking him out earlier mm-hmm. in his uh, outside the club yeah. outside the club and his name is preston and he's played by george mckay who you will remember from 1917, 1917. yes and uh captain but, but way more swole oh yeah and he's ripped in this movie and he's, and he's all tatted up yeah too. yeah he was like a he was a little string bean in 1917 yeah, this one, he's just, just like he's juicing he's juicing for sure and yeah. he's also from dave's favorite movie from tiff yeah. uh wolf huh. oh wolf <laughs> yes where he Howls like a wolf and has sex with Lily Rose Depp. Nice. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Carry on. Can't yeah. forget about that one. Magnificent. Um, so they're, they're, they accost uh, Jules and yeah. Jules fights back with, with his words. And then uh, he get he, uh, he says something he shouldn't have. And he proceeds to get the fuck beaten out of him. Yeah. The living out, shit. Out on, out on the street. Yeah. Like, and he had, he gets, it's, it's, it's yeah. vicious. It's, there's like trigger warnings galore. Yeah. It's a lot. And this is the first 10 minutes of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
And then from there, it cuts to a few months later where Jules is still going through. Very recluse. Yeah. Like, he's, he doesn't want to leave the house. Doesn't, doesn't want to perform. Doesn't want to perform. He just wants to stay home and play Street Fighter Five as Chung Lee. Good for him. No. <laughs> it's a choice. It's a choice. It's certainly a choice. And he only wants to beat up fucking Zangief. Yes. <laughs> Anyways. He goes out the one night and he goes to um, a bathhouse. Yeah. And somebody tries to come on to him and he doesn't. He's not. He's not into it. He's and trying to ease himself. He's back trying into to ease himself life. in. And then he looks across and he sees Preston, who said he who previously suggested that he was not gay to all of his mates. Yes. And that's why he got. That's why he ended up beating the shit out of Jules. Yes. And then Jules kind of follows him. And then Preston invites him home. Yep. And then, you know, it becomes kind of a a love, a, a dark love story because yeah. Jules wants to get revenge on this motherfucker. Yeah. I wouldn't say all, dark love story. I would he say also pitch wants, black I, he also, But he also yeah. is falling in love yeah. with him. Yeah. And Preston is closeted. <laughs> very, very very closeted very and, incredibly uh, so he he uh he has a short fuse and uh it comes out in the worst possible ways but he's also a sweetheart and you know it's a lot yeah <laughs> it's a lot yeah yeah and uh yeah there's there's some funny moments. There's some tender moments. There's a lot of bleak moments. There's a lot of aggressive sex, which I was yep. like, okay. <laughs> there was much more gay sex than I thought there was going to be. <laughs> I very don't funny. know why you would assume there would be any less than the amount that there was. Like, Honestly, there, was... there was significantly more. Like I, like, I knew what we were watching. I knew what I was getting myself into. But, like, literally, like, ten minutes in in the bathhouse, I was like, oh, boy. Okay, so this is where we're going with this. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're, like... To Tony's point, it is gra it's 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 a graphic it's, gra film. it's graphic. It's, it's graphically violent and yeah. it's graphically sexual. Like it's it's yeah. clearly like a very NC seventeen movie or very. an unrated movie. Like yeah. like I can't see like you can't cut that up. <laughs> no, you can't. I mean, to their credit, they didn't show No, they didn't show anything, but it's yeah. still It doesn't leave much to the imagination. For sure. Exactly. <laughs> For yeah. sure. Yeah. It was just super aggressive. Um, not not what I was expecting. It's not like a lot of movies like go to this length, go to these lengths. Like you see a lot of Hollywood movies where they um, they they sugarcoat it. They should they sugarcoat it and they mm -hmm. like kind of like shy away from it. Mm. They show you but not show you. Whereas like this movie, this movie's not like not holding his punches. It's it's sure. like it's laying it all out. All of that to say, the two-hander between McKay and the gentleman who played Jules, magnificent. They're yeah. both incredible. Very, very so, good. So good. They're yeah. both very, very good. They change different. They change their. They go through an evolution, and there's different moments of vulnerability between both of them, and they play them very well. And you still have that outside knowledge in your head. Yeah. That like. Something bad is going to happen at some point. Something yeah, is going some point, to happen. The other happen. shoe is going to have to drop. Like he's going to figure out who this guy is. Yeah. And I liked how they they played with like the atmosphere and the sound design and like the music and how they toyed with every scene. Right. Like they're they're basically foreshadowing like, like you know like this this is a love story but it's going to end violently. 
Yeah. Yeah, I liked it a lot. Mm. I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed it. I thought it was, yeah, to, to all of your points of just a well-crafted, very dark love story of just like two people started off complete enemies, but you know they still are, but then are they and the softening in between them and the deepening of a kind of relationship building the conflict that that Jules goes through, whether, you know, he's going to post something online and out him that way or do something different. And then the route that he takes of building that into his performance without ever naming him specifically. And then, you know, where that ultimately ended up. Um, yeah, it's big up recommend. Yeah, I would recommend it as well. There was a lot of revenge porn on that site he went on. A lot. <laughs> that yeah. Was like, a that's lot. a lot. Yeah. Deep, deeply unsettling. Yeah. <laughs> a lot. But uh, yeah, I mean, for everything else that this movie is, it is very, very good. Yeah. And they're both excellent. Yes. Excellent in it. So I, I too would recommend it. Yeah. No caveats. Just, just straight up. Straight up. It's yeah. very, very well done. Yeah. Agreed. I just hope if it does or when it comes out type thing that they don't cut it to ribbons. Yeah, I really, yeah, I really, really hope so. Yeah, I can't, I can't see them showing, showing that in a theater. Hopefully get away with something because it definitely needs to be seeked out. Yeah. Yeah. I thoroughly enjoyed it. If that wasn't uh, already obvious. Yeah. Next. Uh, Let's go for perpetrator. I've been trying to get this at multiple different festivals and I was always turned down and now I have it now I got it was it it worth it and it comes out on Shudder on September 1st and yeah yeah put it this way it will not be featured on the Shudder (laughs) it certainly will not be well also because we're talking about it here but also no just just, uh, no no James, tell us what this one's about. Sure. Um, that's a great question, and I wish I knew how to actually answer that, because I'm not even 100% sure what this was about, other than some weird-ass cult that is obsessed with looking younger, so they take young girls to feed into that, I guess? And there's also a young woman who can and a young woman who can see different things, empathize and shape shift. No, I was gonna say shape shift. Yeah, there's some shape shifting. There's some shape shifting and a lot of blood. A lot of blood. A lot of blood. Amount of blood. A lot lot of of dream sequences involving gooby blood. Yeah. A lot of holes for some reason. Yes. Um, Falling into pools of water. One Alicia Silverstone for yeah, and something. When the uh, the accent she's putting on, or like the Devin, she's trying to be uh, high class, yeah. hoity-toity, and I was just like, huh. Yeah. Like, it's very... It's a deeply feminist piece. It's a deeply personal piece, mm-hmm. and it's very uh, dreamlike and very... Like, I'm sure if you're on hallucinogens, like, you might you might dig this, but... As it were, I was not on hallucinogens, and I just kind of sat there, just very puzzled. Yeah, and mainly. I had, to, I had to play a few parts out a couple of times, so I'm glad I didn't see it theatrically. Yeah, but uh, I was. The I visuals was... and the sound design were quite good. Yeah, it's just 
that's not enough. Where the movie goes, yeah. what it's about, where it's so there's uh, a there's a lot. And even to your point with the whole cult thing, they don't yeah. really lean into that as much as you just kind of pick up yeah. the pieces on that and I, kind of figure it out as you go. Tony, go ahead first. So what I was going to say was I was on board for like the first half of the movie. Okay. But once it starts like playing out and it starts to go somewhere. Right. Then it completely loses you. Yeah. Like I like the I like this director. This director uh had a short in one of the VHS movies. Um so she's definitely an up and she's definitely an up and comer in horror. Right, right. Um so I liked like the, like what Dave said. I like the sound design. I like the cinematography. I like the blends of like, you know, very dreamlike, very eerie, yeah. very like, yeah. you know, um you're messing with like what is reality and what's sure. not reality. Jennifer Reader. Jennifer Reader. Yeah. The woman you're talking. Absolutely. Um but the story just gets it just kind of gets kind of muddled. Yeah, I, and, it I, and it loses it loses it. Yeah. Right? It loses you because then yeah. you're just like what the fuck? I was struggling to figure out what it really wanted to be. Exactly. Yeah. Like in the beginning, yeah, I think as like as you said, like I was on board with it at the beginning of just like, oh the fuck is going on sort of it's thing. like it, play, it plays out yeah. like an abduction abduction kind of thing yeah and then right? she goes to live with her estranged aunt and and all of this and then eating it, blood cake and then it just starts <laughs> doing things that i'm not sure like it briefly feels like it's gonna be like a, a little bit of a police procedural like we're trying to figure out what's going on with these missing girls like a detective sort of thing and but then it's not that yeah and then there's all the whatever the fuck is going on at the school yeah and um, it leans into like the cult the they're like very culty yeah, kind of things yeah but not but not enough on yeah, anything like exactly. it, it's not there's only the one character really that you really get a sense of there's a cult going on. Yeah. Kind of it, it feels unfocused. Yeah. Towards like after you get to a certain point, it just feels like it, it, it needed, wants it needed to do to a pick, lot of things. It needed to pick a lane almost, right? Yeah. Is it going to be this? Is it going to be this? Is it going to yeah, be this? Yeah, it's trying and to it, balance her metamorphosis, her changing her empathy thing, all this weird blood whole thing, these disappearing girls. The Well, that is in, what like, being a teenager is like, James. Yeah, I guess. But maybe not the disappearing girls bit, but the the rest, sure. What about that fucking creepy fucking thing on the, the, dude, yeah, the, on chest, the chest thing? Yeah. yeah. Well, like James said, there's holes. There's, there's a lot of holes. There's a lot of holes. There's a lot of holes. Fucking that guy from How I Met Your that Father. Guy. <laughs> and he's the shit weasel in fucking uh, uh, Promising, Promising Young a Woman. Yeah. 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 And he's a shit weasel here, too. And he was a shit weasel in that other fucking Amazon movie that came out, uh, My Best Friend's Exorcism. Mm, I right? guess this guy just does he's just shit, shit weasel. He's just, just a shit weasel. Yeah. Is he a shit weasel on uh, How I Met Your Father? Um, he's like a like a very toned down, very annoying Ted Mosby. He was in The Help? Is he the one? Is he the bartender? No, that's his best friend. Okay. He's like the hopeless romantic. He's essentially Ted. Oh, that's weird. <laughs> It's weird. Did I wa I rewatched. Uh, what did I rewatch the other day? Not another teen movie. And fucking Ted Mosby's there. Nice. <laughs> he's like he's like the like the background narrator. It's wild, hilarious. All right. So well, as you, as you guys can already tell, we we did not enjoy this movie. No. Uh, we I enjoyed parts of it. There's definitely sure. there's definitely some good parts, and I'm definitely looking forward to seeing. Uh, 
more from this director and seeing what she Jennifer can do. Reader. Jennifer Reader. Yes. Um, seeing more what she can do. I, I wouldn't mind seeking out the um, the short she did on VHS. Mm. Uh, I think it was VHS 94. I can um, check. You can keep talking. Yeah. It is 94. 94, yeah. yeah. I, I wouldn't mind seeing that just to see what, what else she, she's done. Um, you know, there's a few other things in here. There's like another one, Knives and Skin, that she did. And yeah. She's got a few. It'd be interesting to see sort it of where it was. It'd be interesting to see. Yeah. Kind of see. Kind of see. Agreed. Yeah. Ooh, Knives and Skin sounds fun. Next. Next. Um, let's do Sometimes I Think About Dying. Oh, cool. The one I wanted to finish today, but my daughter decided that I wasn't allowed to. Well, sorry, well, Dave. At least, at least uh, your man, Big Tasty, uh, got to well, it. We we appreciate you. This one was at Sundance. I was really interested in it at Sundance, yeah. but a lot of people were not big fans of it at Sundance. Oh, that's unfortunate. So tell me more about Sometimes I Think About Dying. Yes, please. So it is a starring Daisy, Daisy Ridley. Ridley. Yeah. Nice. Um, it's a whimsy... Whimsy comedy. Whimsical uh, comedy. Whimsical comedy about a very quiet girl okay. who often thinks about death. Cool. And Did her, you say she sometimes thinks about dying? She does sometimes think about her immediate Apparently death. often. Yeah. And uh, there's a new guy at work All right. who takes a little bit of an interest in her. Mm-hmm. And uh, they go on some dates and stuff. And yep. it kind of becomes like a love story. But then she kind of is held back by being in her shell and being quiet because she's very um isolated very like blocked off she doesn't really interact yeah. with people yeah um but this this guy just just brings it out of her and then she kind of like has to battle that whether or not she should um abandon her comfort zone and right. go into this relationship or right. you know go back to thinking about death got it it's a very odd movie um it's the aspect ratio is uh four by three um hmm. the cinematography is absolutely incredible i really enjoyed that daisy okay. daisy ridley is fucking phenomenal all right she is unreal to see her go from star wars and then seeing her in this right like she's got some range cool for sure um it's not like star wars really relied on her range obviously not <laughs> but like you know she's going from like one of the biggest franchise in the world to you know a little quiet indie movie I would say seek this out. Um, it's cute. It's weird. You gotta. It's it's another movie where you gotta be on board in the first ten minutes. If you're not on board in the first ten minutes, you might as well Got just uh, abandon Shut her ship. Down. Shut her down. Mm. Um, I can see why people didn't like it um, because it's very like deadpan humor. Mm. She's not like she's very like dead face Got in it. everything. Uh, and it's very cringy. The dialogue is very cringe. Mm. Um, but I enjoyed it. I enjoyed cool. it for sure. It's a big ups recommend from Tony. Yeah, absolutely. Nice. Dave, uh, if you still have a chance, definitely watch it. Watch well, it, but I will uh, keep that in mind. I am a big Daisy Ridley fan. Next. Next, let's do another one for me. Sure. Uh, with Love in a Major Organ. Ooh. Oh, yeah. this I kind of wanted to check out, but then I ended up doing a different one instead. What's up? Yeah, you probably for the best. Okay. Bye. <laughs> I did not like this one. I wanted mm. to like it a little bit more. Um, it's super fucking Canadian. Like okay. You can tell. Yeah. In an alternate world where hearts are made of objects and suppressing emotions is self-care, a mm. lonely woman rips out her own heart for the man she loves only to discover he has run away with it. Nice. 
Uh, and that basically like sums up the movie. That sounds yeah. very whimsical as well. It was very whimsy. Nice. Uh, I saw this at the start of the festival. Yeah. Um, I don't remember much of it. Okay. <laughs> um, but from what I do remember of it, um, like I said, super Canadian, super whimsical. Um, dialogue is very deadpan. Um, the whole like ripping out the heart thing yeah. is fucking weird because like you the the way they do it is they go away from camera because they obviously didn't have the fucking budget for people ripping hearts out yeah um no kali ma budget no kali ma budget their back is to the back yeah. is to the camera and when they're like pulling it out like a light like a flashing light just fucking happens and it's like a new right. light and okay. they're ripping it out sure and uh yeah she basically goes on she basically goes after this guy who's run away with her heart huh and uh yeah that's 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 really about it oh i did not like it I, okay like it was <laughs> it sounds like there's a metaphor there but it's more uh <laughs> a metaphor it's a metaphor it's, all not right. quite a, it's not quite a metaphor as much as it is uh spelling it right out spelling it right out and i was just trying to think i was like didn't i just watch a movie where someone gets their heart ripped out and then i realized which movie it was and i was like oh it wasn't that one <laughs> um Nothing, nothing more, more to say than that. All um, right. If you're a fan of out of the again, I will, I will. It gets points for being out of the box, sure, um, because it's not a normal movie. Um, but yeah, I did not like this one. All right, that's fair. Did, did you come into Fantasia thinking you were going to see something normal? Um, I mean, well, yeah, I never I, go geez. into Fantasia yeah. thinking that there's like, something come normal. On but now. I also wanted. Like, I know let, we've only, we've only, we've covered it two years in a row, and I know we watched some movies the year before, but like. What were you expecting something? Normal? Yeah. I'm I'm glad I'm commending it. Right. Because like, I don't want to watch a normal movie. I don't Fair. go into the Fantasia being like, let's pick out the normal ones. Because sure. It's definitely not yeah. That. It's never. No. Yeah. Um, and I just want to. Which any, ones were the normal ones? Yeah. Right? None. And None. I just want. And I want people to know that, like, you know, this festival's around. This is a big festival. And like, if you're tired of seeing the same cookie cutter bullshit that hollywood keeps delivering to us year after year go to this festival yeah find these fucking yeah weird I've, I've, I've never i've seen the most weird fucked up shit at this festival and it's wonderful every time there is nothing is nothing is 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 a for sure nothing yeah. is a safe bet in this fucking None. in this festival everything is a is a risk a fucking wild card right? you have no idea what you're getting <laughs> and i fucking love it yeah. sometimes you win sometimes you lose yeah this one unfortunately was a loser yeah fair next um, next okay speaking of losers uh-huh let's go for one that all three of us had high hopes on uh-huh and we were sadly let down by this. You guys obviously know what I'm talking about. But to the audience, we are talking about the new Nicolas Cage feature, Sympathy for the Devil. Which is on VOD now. And I think it's in limited theaters. Yeah. A quick summary. A man is racing to the hospital to get to his wife who's giving birth before he's able to get out of his car. The driver. The driver. Joel Kinnaman. Yeah. Uh, before he's able to get out of his car, someone jumps in, points a gun at him, and tells him to drive. The passenger. The passenger. Um, and the passenger is none other than Nick Cage with vibrantly red hair. Very and sleek. A, very like. And a very. Fire engine. <laughs> and a, fire a, engine a lot of red. And a very and a very red jacket that I, 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 I dug his style. It well, was, that was probably his own. It was his, from the Nick Cage wardrobe. collection, yeah. Yeah, that's his wardrobe. Yeah, yeah. And his his 
I guess his iffy at best Boston accent. Uh, yeah, that kept coming and going. Whenever he was talking about Boston, it showed up and then it just kind of left. Yeah. Like he's like the man is an Oscar winning thespian. And, yeah. you know, he is in a he marches to the beat of his own drum. Sure. He's not for everyone. But yeah, I thought the Boston thing, that was a little... What the fuck was he doing in this? Like, I was so, I like, like don't I don't know. I don't expect much. Like, I know it's, like, I know you're in for a wild ride, no matter what movie yeah. it is. But, like, what the fuck was he doing in this? I don't know. Well, they, there was God knows how many producers and executive producers on this thing. Yeah. Already a red flag. <laughs> it's a flag on the play. And it took place in Vegas. The second flag on the play. Where he lives. Yeah. So I just assume he shot this on, like, the weekend or something yeah, he was just bored one saturday night and they were like hey we're doing this you want to you know, just hop on the back of the car and do some well, he was random one of the wacky shit so obviously he was yeah. invested in it sure like it was he invested in it it, it he's always invested in uh, every one of his movies no matter what I it guess. is it's true it's true and he is the best thing about this film true that's not saying much, it's though. It's not saying Come on, a Joel, whole lot. Joel, what, what, what's his name? Joel, Joel Kinnaman. He has the equi- the acting equivalency to a wooden fucking board. Yeah, he, he's fine. He's not that great. They he tried. He, he, they tried to make him the next big thing, and it yeah, didn't happen. It, yeah. yeah, and he was on this show that I remember uh, called The Killing, which had a killer, killer first season because it's all about it was a police procedural and. Uh, teenagers murdered brutally right. and you, the whole season you're trying to figure out who did it and like there's different things going on and like he's kind of like a seedy police officer type thing yeah and then at the end of the season when the whole season's been like who killed this person that's like the hook of the show you don't find out yeah <laughs> <laughs> the person you think did it like gets killed or gets shot or something and you still don't find i think you find out like halfway through the second season Ew. i was just like no i just stopped watching i was like the no. whole season was building to this moment and you just nothing yeah kind of like they this just swing and a miss kind of like this movie. film yeah yeah where it yeah. just builds up to the something fucking, the, uh, and then nothing yeah like you could tell the hook immediately. Like yeah. immediately, you know what's you know what's coming. You know how it's gonna end, and it just yeah. it, it's still like just goes out like, like a wet fart. Yeah, man. even like even the entire the entire reveal <laughs> at the end. I'm like, bro, you know you know who he is. <laughs> he knows who you are. What what are we doing here? It's only you two in the fucking car. Yeah, it's not like your wife is sitting fucking beside you. What are we doing? What is the point? There's still some intense moments, and there's I'm not definitely some, there is it. some cage rage. For sure. There's one scene where it's just focusing on his face, and he's smiling, and then his face kind of drops. And then he gets delirious and starts screaming all in like the span of 30 seconds. And I was just like, God, the man can emote. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just like, all right. Yeah. Like, why can't the movie if you like? What? Why yeah. is the movie not nearly as why intense is, as exactly? This? Exactly. Because there's like, it's just like there's punctuations of intensity. Like the one, the when he, when he murders a cop. Yeah. The, at like what the first act. First thing. third. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's basically like where the first act ends, where yeah. you're like, he's not fucking around. Yeah. <laughs> and he has a second gun. Yeah. Surprise. Yeah. Surprise gun. Just 
Yeah, I I liked parts. Yeah. I thought Nick Peak Cage Valley. Yeah, I thought Nick Cage was Nick good. Cage. He was playing Nick he was being Nick, Nick Cage. Nick Cage was the only the only thing about this movie. I feel like if yeah. you take Nick Cage out of the out of the equation, like there is no movie. No. And and for me, if you're going to call the movie Sympathy for the Devil, you need to play Sympathy for the Devil. <laughs> they could not afford it. No, Dave. I know they couldn't afford it, but at the same time, play a fucking cover. Then. Play a cover. Yeah. <laughs> get the get the Spanish rendition of Sympathy for the Devil, or yeah. get Nick Cage to sing it. For Christ's sake, would have worked as well. Just find a way to. You can't call the movie Sympathy for the Devil and not play Sympathy yeah. for the Devil. Yeah, you can't play all this other shit that was so on the fucking nose the entire movie. <laughs> I was like, what are you? What? It's just like, uh, what was that Bowie movie called? Stardust. Is that what Stardust, it's called? Yeah. And where he's like the beginnings of like Bowie begins type thing. Yeah. And they play and they sing literally any song you can think of that's not a Bowie song. Yeah, <laughs> wonderful. Well, they couldn't get the rights of the Bowie. So. Yeah, but it's just ridiculous. Like, yeah. Why yeah. would you make? Just you call it something else. Exactly. Yeah. Like, like make it like based on the Bowie, the Bowie mythos. Even, even the title of this movie, Sympathy. Mm. I didn't. I a part of me was sitting there going. Is he actually the devil? What is going? And then when I figured, like when they started dropping, I was like, "Oh, this isn't even fucking. What this isn't even fucking that. Can't even go with some supernatural <laughs> element. That would have been more fucking appealing, right? But fine, whatever. Anyway, all this movie made me want to do is watch Collateral, which I plan on doing. So stay tuned to the next podcast episode where my best, my worst section, Collateral, is showing up. <laughs> I got it on 4K. Fuck yeah, you do. I really want to watch it. It's the better movie. <laughs> It's true. Fuck this thing. So this is a resounding no, no from all of us. Like if you're if you're a big Cage fan, like the like we are, like it's still worth watching for Cage. But sure. everyone else, you should probably yeah not watch. It. Just don't skip a Rooney. Yeah, yeah. Next, okay, my last one. Tony's uh, last one is a film called It Lives Inside. Nice. Ooh, we saw the trailer for that when we saw Talk to, to me. me. Yes. Yes. So Sam is desperate to fit in at school, rejecting her Indian culture and family to be like everyone else. Yes. She's in uh, Never Have I Ever. Never Have I Ever, yes. She's not She's not the lead, but she's like the other Indian girl. Right. <laughs> Megan Suri. Yeah. Yes. Uh, where was I? When a mythological demon spirit latches onto her former best friend, she must come to terms with her heritage in order to defeat it. Ooh. So it sounds kind of nice, eh? Yeah, it sounds fun. Yeah. I don't know if nice is the word, but it, it sounds, sounds fun. It sounds, it sounds oh, wacky. Hilarity ensues in there somewhere. It sounds wacky. So do you guys remember the horror craze of 2000 to 2009, where almost every horror movie was exactly the same? Well, I mean, all ripping yeah. off Japanese, better Japanese movies. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty much that's, this, what, that's pretty right. much what this is. Well, all right. It felt like it belonged in another decade. Um, cool, Dave. Do you remember the show called Chuck with uh, Zachary, Zachary Levi? Oh, when it was okay to like Zachary Levi? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Do you remember? It was like they worked in a in a like a Best Buy kind the of buy thing. more. Yeah, the buy more, which so, was a remodeled Best Buy. Yes. Yeah, sure. So. Not Zachary Levi, not his best friend Morgan, not the angry guy who is balding, but the token Indian gentleman. Yeah, I know who that is. He's in this. He cool. plays the he plays the father, a very like somber, he's calming that, father. He's that old that he can play the father, right? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Dave, you're that old. 
I recognized Fuck. him immediately. He's in uh, my awkward sexual adventure. Oh, there we go. <laughs> there that's we go. Great. Uh, that's the last thing I saw him in. He. It was just very weird because mm. I remember him from Chuck, and he plays a very like outlandish, very like you know like um, very alive character, and he's very calm, like, like an Aziz Ansari, like an Aziz Ansari kind of guy. Um, in this, he's very calm. He's very somber. He like you know he like he's very. Um, He's got range. He's he he pays attention to his daughter. He he wants he's he's trying to play like you know the neutral card because sure. the mother is very like intense. Sure. Um, well, I assume that she wants her to embrace her Indian culture. Exactly. And she doesn't want to. One problem that I had with this movie, I'm not sure if I watched the wrong video, but there was no subtitles for the Indian for the uh, Hindi. Uh, I think it's Hindi. They were speaking in another. Right. They were speaking in another language. Hold on, I'm just another wide, dialect. Another of, dialect of another Indian dialect. Yeah, I just want to make sure that I get this right. Hindi. They were speaking Hindi. So sure. all the Hindi parts, no subtitles. Could have been a choice. Could have been. A, could have been a choice. Um, or I watched the wrong, the wrong screener. Um, but I basically, you basically get like the. Oh yeah, there were two screeners. There were two screen, screeners, <laughs> so I think I might have watched the wrong. Oh, one. All right. All right. But they weren't clearly labeled to be like this one's with subtitles, this one's with not. Um, but you get the idea. The mom's yeah. the mom's yelling. Obviously, she's angry. Sure. Uh, the but the the thing is, the thing about it was very weird, right? Because the mother only spoke in Hindi, but everyone else responded in English. Yeah, it happens. That happens, right? Um, so that was very jarring. Um, and it was very dark. I was mm. watching this movie in a pitch black room, and I was still having problems seeing. Oh dang! Um, uh, I wouldn't hold that against it. That might just be the screener. Might have been. Um, or just light your movies better, people. That's true. That's true. I would have watched. I would have checked out the trailer. Went mm-hmm. in that same environment and yeah. just see and just yeah. seen if it was the same thing. Because mm-hmm. you can't. I find you can't always hold the lighting. And like the framing, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, like, that's re- remember when we saw Bitch Ass, and it was like, oh, oh mis- god, it was yeah. completely <laughs> misframed, <laughs> misframed, yeah, absolutely. But okay. it definitely doesn't look like that on a non-screener. <laughs> so I'll rescind that comment. Um, but what I will say that I did do well was the practical effects. Yeah, the cool. mon the monster was all practical. It wasn't CGI. Nice. Um, some of it was really weird. Like the fucking dad gets like mauled. To oh. death, and he like kind of like drops Wild. dead. Well, but that's then, spoiling. Well, well, spoiler alert. Oh, yeah. Uh, he doesn't drop dead. He gets mauled, and then um, something happens, and then he's miraculously okay. Nice. That didn't make any fucking sense. Um, but overall, it was. It felt like it was already done. They're not. They're not doing anything new. Heavily mm. inspired, and even if you read some of the reviews on Letterbox, they're all saying the same thing. That yeah. This movie belongs in the two thousands. Mm. Um. Watch any movie from the 2000s about demonic possession. Literally sure. the same fucking thing. Um, but yeah, definitely don't seek this. Definitely don't seek this out. You, there's better horror out there for sure. Got it. Um, I do appreciate the representation of uh, the Hindi culture and Indian culture in this for sure. Um, but I think it missed a mark. Fair enough. Next. All right, boys, we got three left. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Dave, let's go for the one that me and you saw. Do Raging it. Grace. Ooh, Raging Grace. Tell Talk us about. Tell us about uh, Sal, Sal uh, Jimbo over there on Raging Grace. So, um, there's a Filipino immigrant, um, and she's 
uh, undocumented mm-hmm. in the UK, mm-hmm. and she wants to be documented because mm-hmm. her daughter was born there. So she did. So she wants to stay with her daughter. Mm-hmm. And her daughter is Grace, which threw me off for a bit until I realized that her daughter was Grace. And uh, she gets a call from uh, one of her uh, friends who tells her, um, hey, I need you to go check on this guy. I can't go check on this guy. Can you go check on him type thing? He's like, I I work for them, but like, I can't check on him. You need to go check on him. So she goes, she checks on him Mm -hmm. and he's uh, he's still breathing, but he's comatose type thing. And then she did it secretly so his niece shows up his niece is his niece i don't remember what her no i think i think it was her his niece yeah his niece shows up and she's the one who's running the show right type thing so she kind of like sneaks around and then she meets the niece and the niece is like oh hey like are you the new the new cleaner the new the new maid like like we need help type thing like you're on board like come on over type thing you can have room and board everything and like no issues you know don't make racially don't make your don't make your food make everything very bland which okay okay um but you know other than that you need to spruce the place up because it hasn't been spruced up in a long time sure and so she brings the i'm i'm this is long-winded uh so she brings the daughter with her and she's hiding the daughter but the daughter obviously doesn't want to be hidden right and then she kind of things aren't right sure and it only gets weirder right and stranger and it's very uh it's kind of like ghost story-esque but it's just very like ominous Mm. and kind of there's a lot of parts where you're just like what the fuck is happening Mm. and there's a lot of foreshadowing at the beginning and there's a lot of for like everything kind of plays out like as a setup yeah. that you already knew. Yeah. And then it becomes a lot like it's a story about immigrant immigration and immigrants. And there's a whole speech in the middle about uh, how white people rely on uh, Filipino in that case, Filipino immigrants right. to be their maids and to clean up after their shit type thing. But, you know, like the their people, too. And, right. you know, like they have their own shit going on. They can't just be dealing with fucking what the white guy want, the token white guy wants. Right. So I thought that was interesting. And when it gets super creepy, it gets very, very fucking creepy. It goes it starts off in one in one point and then a certain thing happens in the middle of the movie and then right. it does a fucking it just keeps fucking turning oh. turning turning this movie this movie was a, a, i didn't like, do a great job selling it but yeah. I, I enjoyed i enjoyed the thing and i enjoyed that you weren't quite sure where it was going and then you can't when, you can't predict you can't predict okay. what's gonna happen interesting yeah and then it just get it's it's very unsettling all right De- very De- unsettling deeply unsettling and uh i ca- i t- gave dave the warning uh i almost blew my eardrums uh at the start of the movie because it starts with a fucking jump scare and i had my f- volume up full blast oh, so it's shit. like Rrr! i was like jesus fuck what just happened what just yeah, happened yeah. yeah there's a couple of uh, jump moments like that yeah nice. but it literally opens like it's literally like like i'll, I'll spoil this part because it doesn't really spoil anything it starts on like a couch 
basically yeah. with like pillows on top and then all of a sudden the fucking person like emerges from the pillows and you're Fuck. not you're not expecting it and like that little yeah. like sound design yeah. this, this was another this was another movie where i really dug the sound design i liked what they did with the music Got it. um the th- how it how it kept the train moving without you predicting what was going to happen right. like it kept toying with you you thought you were gonna something was gonna happen and then something completely fucking different happened nice it's very very weird cool and again out of the fucking box yeah awesome i yeah. dig that that's yeah. cool yeah so definitely uh seek this out if you get a chance Take for it sure out. it's definitely it's very well done yeah nice i enjoyed it a lot i would have gotten more out of it if you know i wasn't white and fuck white people but sure <laughs> you know because the white people in this movie are not great. Yeah. Oh, they're pieces yeah. of shit. Yeah. They, Real they, pieces they, of shit. I figured that that's how that was going to go. Yeah. Yeah. They're not great people. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's a lot going on and it's just, it's very well done. Nice. Very well done. Next. We got two left. Jimmy, let's do the one that me and you did. <laughs> Sell uh, Boyo Dave over there on Birth and Rebirth. I don't know if I'm going to be it, able to sell you on it. Is it Birth slash Rebirth? It is Birth slash Rebirth. Whatever. But birth Cement, rebirth. semantics. It, yeah. Anyway, Birth slash Rebirth, if you want to look it up li- that way. Did you like this one? No. Really? No. Come on. No. It was fun as fuck. It was. It was dark as hell. It was. It was fucking dark. Um, anyway, okay. So, um, a morgue attendant doctor, a morgue doctor, a dead people doctor, sure. Um, with uh, uh, I don't know, social issues. Let's call it. Um, is has been working on a cure for the dead as you do the morgue doctor is played by Marin Ireland who yes. is from uh she's in she's in a lot of movies she's big in uh she's big into horror yeah so she's she's a doctor who has been working on a cure for death okay at the same time there's a nurse that works at this hospital in the um uh, uh um delivery ward um and she has a daughter as well and the daughter uh dies of meningitis oh that sucks and so her body's taken to the morgue and then her body disappears huh last person to see this body was the morgue doctor to which we find out she has found a cure for death and has tested it wasn't the kid an organ donor that's how she was was able but no because it was she was still missing from the system her body was supposed to go to the central uh place where that's where they would have taken the organs and then given the body back and all that but she never made it there because this doctor took her instead to try to bring her back tested her brought her back brought her back to life okay very pet cemetery very very pet cemetery and i don't want to be buried in the pet cemetery yeah including including the uh the uh the proto test subject which was a pig um as you that was that was brought back to life so i love that fucking pig it was a good pig muriel um named after this doctor's late mother who also was brought back from the dead as you find out later on um (laughs) 
Not bringing people back that, from the dead. None of that matters because the rest of this movie then becomes a race against the clock. The ticking clock is they don't have enough fluid uh, that is made from uh, Fe- aborted fetuses. Yep. Fun. Uh, so they basically have <laughs> have to con a pregnant lady at the hospital to keep going in for like uh, this one procedure Jesus where they like get Christ. fluid out of the live placenta. Uh, so they just keep conning her. So the fluid is what's keeping the, the dead it's, people it's alive. It's used to yeah. bring the dead it's back. The main, it's the yeah. main ingredient it's the in main the ingredient. compound. Okay, yeah. so shit, shit goes south. Okay, Shit goes south, and it continually goes south to a point of n- no fucking return. So here's the dark place, and then it, it just, just keeps, keeps going keeps dark, tunneling dark, down. Dark, 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 dark. And the ending is one of the bleakest fucking it's things. so <laughs> bleak. So unbelievably bleak. Well, it really sounded uplifting when you said that you know a, a little girl dies and well, she's I, being per- she's know, being brought back to life with, back, you with know, the you fluid from oh, dead maybe babies. It's gonna be uplifting. Honestly, when there's a moment in this towards the end, and you know where I'm talking about, where I was like, oh. Oh, okay, I guess it's almost done. And I checked the time, and there was still like 15 minutes left, and I went. What the fuck more is this? What like what more could we go from here? And, it, and then it just did, and I went, oh, and, and it ends so abruptly because I wasn't so abruptly. I wasn't I wasn't focused on the the runtime because like I was kind of into this. It was fucking bleak as fuck, but I was into this. And then all of a sudden it ended, and I was like, wait, what? That's it? Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. So I should I, or shouldn't watch this. I watch it. <laughs> I okay do, for the pure objectiveness of trying to see how far this rabbit hole goes. Watch it. Uh, I just didn't love it that much. I don't. I don't hate it. I didn't like hate watch the thing, but it was just so dark and so bleak by the end. I was just like, I, I don't know who would I recommend this to. Like, it's just so much, and it's like really fucking heavy. I really enjoyed it. It was. It was fucking bleak. Yeah. But it I was never bored. I was literally like, holy shit, what the hell else can happen? Yeah, I was more <laughs> tuned into this than I was to Perpetrator. Perpetrator I was having trouble focusing through it. This one I wasn't having trouble focusing through it. I just by the end I was just like, whoa. I so need, you need a, a cold I need shower. A nap. Cold shower. Yeah. Cold, cold shower. shower. And yeah. something happy after. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I got an ice cream after that movie. I, I needed something happy. It, it was something. I uh, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Right. All right. All right. All right. All right. Let's finish this off. Let's finish it off with one of my personal favorites of the festival. <laughs> you guys know what I'm talking about. Hell yeah. Hashtag manhole. Hashtag Oof. fucking manhole. Simple premise. Like absurdly simple absurdly simple uh guy gets a promotion at work uh they have a party for him he's getting uh, married he's getting married he's getting married but he's getting but he got a promotion too didn't he i believe so yeah so he gets a bit of everything so it's just a happy-go-lucky party um, congratulations gets, congratulations he gets really drunk he's on his way home and he uh you guessed it he falls into a manhole yep <laughs> and then from there um anything that we can say 
that happens after would absolutely ruin the experience. Yeah, I mean, I, I think the things that we can say is he tries his best to find his way out of that manhole. Yeah. And like does everything in his pyro. It's not like he's stranded in there. He has a phone. Yeah. He has some tools. With, with a lot of battery rudimentary with, with tools. Some like, like convenient it's an ex- battery It's a brand life. new iPhone. <laughs> that iPhone's got battery life for weeks. I, I assume that like he had a like like maybe it was like you know in Call of Duty when you have the extra the extra ammo and it's like taped. You had a battery. You literally had a battery. Yeah, battery. Yeah, and they change. just they quick did like a quick change. Yeah, because yeah. I was yeah. like, I mean, to how be fair, does I think this, this battery movie, work? Yeah, I mean, to be fair, I think the movie takes place over like a day. Not even. It's like six hours. Also, how the hell can he get signal down there? Yeah, Tony, that's <laughs> shut up. Like that's I was fine. He's like, got signal. The hole is open. Like I was fine with the signal the, come right down, right down I, the hole. I was fine with the like. If you're, you just gotta go with it that this phone yeah. works. Okay, <laughs> it just works. Okay, it I was, doesn't matter. I thought there would be a little more like trouble with the battery. I thought that that would. So yeah. I will spoil that. There's, yeah. This battery, there's nothing yeah. wrong with it. Yeah. There's indestructible. Nothing, it's yeah. indestructible. Also, it doesn't break in his pocket when he hits the ground. <laughs> doesn't break the phone. Ever. The phone is indestructible and it needs to it, be mass produced yeah. because it's it's a Nokia iPhone. <laughs> it's a Nokia 6310. It, it for some reason it falls and it doesn't break. It doesn't scratch. Yeah. Nothing happens to it and the battery works. So I, good on this guy. It survives. It survives a minor explosion. It's doing great. That like phone he, is excellent. He also survives a minor <laughs> explosion. Spoiler alert. <laughs> If he gets out of the manhole, he needs to start mass producing whatever phone Absolutely. this is. Because he's <laughs> going to make bank. And probably get a tetanus shot, too, while he was at it. Or maybe yeah. a few tetanus shots. Those ladder was yeah. did look kind of kind of rusty. <laughs> anyway, it's about a man inside a manhole, and he can't get out. The ladder's broken. He does everything in his power to get out. And that's about all I think I can say. Yeah. That's it. There's there's that's some it. fun there's some fun uh satire with uh, social media. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mob and justice and things like justice, that. Mob yeah. justice, which I thought yeah. was very I interesting. That too. Yeah. And I like that you're with him. Yes. You don't leave the like once you you're in the manhole, in the, you're yeah, in the you're manhole. In the manhole. You're in the manhole. There's one moment where you're not in the manhole, and then all of a sudden you're back in the and manhole. Suddenly manhole. <laughs> Just and he's very, very good. Yeah. Well, he, he, he the movie was never boring. You just you no. you, you had you were with him, and yeah, he and does... you're, honestly, you're trying to unravel the mystery at the same time that he is. The exactly. same time that uh, the mob on movie Twitter is, <laughs> like you're just kind of Pecker. like Pecker, Pecker is what they go with. Yes, but it was but clearly Twitter, obviously, or X for the no, for the for the people. Well, they could his, probably use Twitter now. They could. His, <laughs> his um, name is Yuto Nakajima. Utah Nakajima. Fantas- fantastic. Incredible. Yeah. He's very, very good in it. And he and yeah, you goes him. through it. You and are, you are he, only he goes with him through some and shit. He works that movie that entire time. It's fucking great. Yeah. He, he And there's a there's a turn where I wasn't I was like, oh. Yeah. The Shyamalan cool. twist, you mean? Cool. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see where this goes. Yeah. And I, I did not see that coming. I yeah, was, it was wild. I was uh, wild. I'm a little on the, on the fence with that turn, but uh, 
I still was up for the journey and I still would watch this again yeah. and try to pick up the pieces a little better like earlier type yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Try to see try to see the clues that maybe you missed before or whatever, yeah. yeah. You should play for Alyssa and see if she can predict what was going to happen. Yeah, maybe I will. You know what? She couldn't figure it out in... Have, uh, her, have her listen to the synopsis we just gave and then just be like, okay, what do you think is going to happen? <laughs> yeah, because I tried to get her to do that Whatever with Parasite. You think it is. I like paused Parasite when they're having, when they're all eating around the table and they're all having a good oh, time fuck. before they ring the bell. Jesus. And I was like, where's it go from here? <laughs> <laughs> Unpredictable she, ways. She prides herself on being able to predict what comes next. Yeah. She did not know. <laughs> yeah. And she's not going to get manhole either. No. That, it's just fucking that that's a twist that came right out of left field yeah it's but yeah it's really well done and for like a one locate one very like tiny location yeah like they do pretty they do pretty like well shooting the, yeah shooting you get the geography the, yeah. the geography's there and like you get the uh oh god what am i saying the god it was coming to me what what if you're afraid of small spaces, claustrophobia, claustrophobia. the claustrophobia of yeah. that space. Yeah. And, and you like, understand the perils, you understand where they're going to be coming from. Like it's all set up very well. Like you, you are intimately aware of the details of this manhole yeah. that you were stuck in with this guy. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I just, I really liked how they shot it. Yeah, absolutely. How they shot it. Like it, like obviously it, it's because it's a movie, it's bigger than it probably is. Yeah. But like, I never felt non-claustrophobic like no, i felt claustrophobic was, it, yeah and yeah. you're like their son's situation you're like what the fuck like how are you getting the fuck out of this one or who did this or how did we where are we who are we what is like there's so much going on but it all fits perfectly yeah. it's so great and it's like what like a hair over 90 minutes yeah, yeah. Like, it's yeah. a smooth like, like 98 minutes it's just yeah it's, it's low budget without being low budget yeah. Like they made a low budget feel huge. Exactly. Like they're obviously they're obviously on a soundstage or a studio in there for yeah. sure. But like Dave said, like Dave said, it plays to the claustrophobic. Like you yep. are ne there is never a moment when you are not claustrophobic in that yep. fucking hole. And again, like a lot of it goes to goes to the main actor in this for yeah. just delivering all without that performance, none of this would oh, work as nearly sure. as well for as sure. it does. And uh yeah. It's not for the squeamish though. There's a couple of moments where I was like Oh no! Yeah. Yeah. No. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That was fucked up. Um, anyway, that was a big recommend for me. That's yeah, a huge that's recommend. A recommend. It was one of my, it was definitely Fucking one of awesome. my favorites of the festival. Can, yeah. can I just say that I'm 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 shocked it wasn't Korean. I'm shocked too. He honestly was like, oh, is this a Korean movie? And then he started speaking Japanese and I went, Japanese. So yeah, this this festival, like last year's festival was like heavy, heavy, Korean. heavy Korean. I think this festival was heavy Japanese. Yeah. Not uh, a bad thing. Not a bad like thing. Not at, least what we, so at least what we got. Yeah. yeah. True. I was I was very satisfied with this movie. This movie was one of the first movies I put on my list. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I'm so happy that we got it. Yeah. Um it delivered, and I was so happy. Delivered. I loved it. Yeah. Loved it. Definitely yeah. seek this out when uh, it becomes available. Mm-hmm. Cool. Excellent. And so don't fall in... Just, don't you know, fall in Don't fall in manhole. Don't fall in manhole. Look, 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 look down. Look down. Manhole covers, yeah. What exactly. are you doing? We, why are you walking in yeah. the street, yeah. man? Walk on yeah. the sidewalk. Exactly. Yeah. What are you, what are you doing? doing? Why are you being an idiot? But, like, tell me what phone this is, because I need this phone. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. <laughs> I need this phone, because... Nothing I throw at it is gonna 
harm it. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, that yeah. was uh, that was Fantasia twenty twenty three. Quick hit though. Shin Kamen Rider. Shin Kamen Rider. Was it wild? Um, it was a film. It, it <laughs> certainly was. It was a film. It certainly was. Uh, yeah. Just before we wrap up, I did watch Shin Kamen Rider. Um, I couldn't explain it to you. <laughs> I couldn't either. <laughs> Things, <laughs> stuff. Things happen. There's a lot of fucking blood. There's a lot of blood. Um, I feel like I would appreciate it more if I knew what Common Rider was. Right. Yeah. Um, it, 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 it was wasn't like, boring. It wasn't boring. Nope. It was like a I, weird live action anime. Exactly. I don't know what else to describe. I, it I, I don't know how else to describe it. I did like it better. Wild. I did like it better than Shin Ultraman. Me too. Um, but yeah, it was fucking weird. Fucking weird. <laughs> it was fucking weird. Seek that one out, Dave, because I also want to know what you think. Just watch Shin Kamen Rider. Just do a fucking triple build. Fucking yeah. Shin Godzilla, Shin Ultraman, Shin Kamen Rider. I have all the time in the world for this. Of yeah, course. You you sit, sit fucking, uh, sit, sit the daughter on the couch and teach her about, uh, you know. Godzilla. Gojira. 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 Anyway, that's Fantasia, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much to uh, the Fantasia team for yes. letting us uh, another year, letting us uh, cover this one again. And thank you two for participating uh, in the uh, programming aspect. You're like, most welcome. Like, you are most welcome. Like, I'm proud of you both for here sticking it out. <laughs> We're here to provide. For sticking it out. And, you know, not telling me a damn thing about anything you saw. <laughs> we were under strict yeah. NDAs, yeah. man. For the longest time, we couldn't even say we were <laughs> fucking screeners. Yeah, we weren't even, we weren't even trying. Then they changed. Yeah, thankfully, they changed the rules on that because it was like, mum's the word on what we're doing. A secret project. Anyway, it was a lot of fun. And uh, thanks, Fantasia. Thank you, thank you, Fantasia. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I think it's about time we go to Montreal. Yeah, I think I think we need to. I want some some poutine and fucking uh, Schwartz and go to Schwartz. I'm there. Absolutely. Need that smoke. Schedule it for next year. Put it in the calendar. Yeah. All right. Um. Anyway, so uh, do we want to talk about a major film since we can only talk about a major film? Yes, he's I'm had a sorry. time. Give I'm him a break. Time. He's had a, he's had a rough couple weeks. Third I'm times not. the charm, boys. Third times the charm. Chris Nolan doesn't wait for anybody. Homie. Apparently not. Oh, did you guys he's see? Waiting the, for you. Did you guys see the uh, the screenplay page that somebody showed? Where apparently, like, it's like interior wherever type thing, and yeah. like the next thing is like we are fucking. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and, and it's it's like first person type yeah. thing, and I was like. Yeah, of course Chris Nolan writes like this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that makes sense. Of course he does. This first sex scene Ooh. that he's ever done. It's I've never well, apparently well at least in the first, last it's, few it's times. The fir- it's his first. Okay, I believe yeah. you. Yeah, I believe. Anyway, you. I just haven't seen the early one, the early stuff in a long time. Yeah, yeah. We won't, we won't, we won't talk about uh, good old Oppenheimer yet. We'll continue to wait for Dave. But we will get there one day, I promise everybody. So let's talk about Barbie for a little bit. Yeah, let's let's talk about Barbie. But first, I just want to say, hi, Barbie. Hi, Barbie. Hi, Barbie. 
I love that. Hi, Barbie. I love that. Hi, Barbie. They did it for Fantasia. They did a little TikTok video of them amazing. doing it. It was fucking amazing. So I, good. I read a tw- I read a well a tweet, an X comment. Who the yeah. fuck knows? And apparently, someone like a, a woman went out for a run type thing, and she was running by someone, and they just were like, "Hi, Barbie." Nice. <laughs> nice. Awesome. Um, awesome. I I don't know that I have a lot to say that hasn't already been said about this movie, other than. It's fucking great. It is very, very good. Yeah. I was not expecting to like it as much to as I did. To be as good as it yeah. is. Okay. But but I have to I have to do a huge disclaimer, and I'm sorry for all my family out here who are going to judge me for this, but I was on another fucking planet when I saw <laughs> this right. movie. That's fair. Um, I won't tell you, go into detail. All I will tell you is I was on another fucking planet. Crack okay. campaign. <laughs> Anyways. Um, Math. <laughs> meth a lot of meth i was glad i would i did because i can't remember i can't imagine seeing this silver because it was just so unexpected how the how a barbie movie should have should be it was you think that's you think like a year ago you would have been like yeah this is how it would have this is how it should play out yeah absolutely hmm. yeah you don't think so no why you weren't expect you weren't expecting that I was I, I wasn't was expecting very, it. It was a, the satire it goes with. I was I was very surprised by, and there were definitely moments in it where I was like, I don't know how you got away with this. Yeah, yeah. It makes it, it almost. And when I was watching it, um, I couldn't help but think, Amy Schumer was supposed to do this. I'm very curious on how what her version would have been. It would have been much different. Oh, it would have been definitely much different. And, and more, more with the fucking Amy Schumer humor. Yeah, it probably would have been a lot. I, I more would have sexual. not have enjoyed it. It would have been a lot more sexual, and it probably would have been a lot more about uh, body acceptance. Yeah. yeah. As Amy Schumer does not look like Margot Robbie, of course. <laughs> and I like that little. I like that little like uh, breaking the fourth wall oh, oh, with uh, Helen Mirren. Yeah, yeah, love it. Helen love Mirren it. is a narrator. Yeah. Amazing. No but notes. Excellent. No notes. Yeah. But uh, did you guys wear pink when you saw it? Of course. No. What I the didn't fuck's get the wrong with you? Memo is what happened. I just kind of went. Okay. So first of all, this was like the day after I got back from my my trip, and I went straight to my girlfriend's house. Um, and it was when I got there that she was like, "Oh yeah, we're going So for Barbie tomorrow, yeah, I'm wearing pink and coordinating with my sister and uh, and my brother in law, and I went. What what the fuck? <laughs> Why didn't she just go buy a pink shirt? Didn't have time. Why didn't the brother-in-law just get you a pink shirt? Did not. I Why didn't you just, just wear one of her pink shirts? So what I did. So what I did because I actually hilariously was dressed mostly in gray. Uh I did the reverse. When I went to see Oppenheimer, I was in fucking pink from head to toe. Wow. I didn't care and she was in black. So we just reversed it. I love it. Love it. So I love it. It worked. But I love it. I was just like I had I have pink. I could have pinked. I I went with friend of the podcast, Matt Layden, and yeah. we both were pink. Excellent. It was wonderful. A good choice. It was a wonderful. It's a full theater. Yeah. Lots and lots of women and young girls. Yeah. Who probably it went over their heads. Oh, for the young girls, sure. But what else? But yeah. Lot see a pink. And I Yeah. Yeah. I don't know kind of to what you I don't know what I was expecting from this movie and like the even hearing the reviews and stuff, like it still wasn't what I expected it to be. For sure. And like beyond that too, 
the first trailer is the opening of the movie. Fine. Whatever. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we'll, With that Dua Lipa track. That's a hot track. Yeah. We'll, we'll get rid of that. Let's just put that on the shelf for that first trailer because whatever. It doesn't really mean anything. It was just the opening of the movie. But the second trailer made it seem like it was going to be something else. And then it wasn't that at all. And I was like, huh. Okay. Like I didn't, the second trailer made it seem like it was going to be very much like a fish out of water story of just like, oh, she's in the real world and they're trying to get her back sort of thing. And like, it's just going to be about her hijinks living in the real world as a Barbie. That's how the second trailer sold it. But it wasn't that. And I was happily surprised. You mean you didn't, you didn't get existential existentialism from that trailer? No. And nary a hint of the existential crisis <laughs> she was about to have, and uh, that was dark. The yeah, that uh, was significantly dark, more dark than I thought it would be. Mm-hmm. And the patriarchal mm-hmm. values that people like Bill Maher are not happy about. Yeah, fuck that guy. Yeah, but also fuck that guy. Fuck everyone who's hating on that movie for that reason. Yeah, it's not anti men at all. Nope. It's just very much it's not, not even it's like you gotta understand what the world looks like and that's, that's it. what it looks it's like it's just laying it plain <laughs> and if it's you have like hey, literally calling it, the world calling it like it is man yeah. if you have an issue with it you probably, a, you, you probably it's a societal in, issue yeah you, you probably need to look in the mirror for a yeah. bit and kind of have Reflect. some thought have some come to jesus moment exactly. they're, not, they're not saying anything that isn't exactly true yeah they literally just held up a mirror to the world and said, this is what it is. Yeah. Distill it down. And this is what you've got. Absolutely. Bach. I want Ken's. What is it? Casa Mojo Dojo. Casa Mojo Dojo. Yeah, I want that. You're the problem with the world, Dave. I, I want, want horses, too. I want I want, you want a society based on horses. I, 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 I want a sweater. Can I get a sweater, the tie-dye sweater that says I'm Knuff? Yeah, apparently they sell it. Yeah, they I know they do. They, they they sold they sold out. Melissa looked yes, into getting it for can, me. And I'm yes, sure they'll I'm can, sure they'll bring can, them back. For sure, Knuff. I want to be Knuff. The movie made over a billion dollars and is probably gonna continue making bank all Tony, through August. They're gonna make more. Is 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 your profession beach? Yeah, I'd say it's beach. It's beach. It's I beach. did enjoy that. <laughs> I did enjoy <laughs> that. His profession is beach. He was so fucking good. Yeah, he literally yeah. he committed and he did he fucking delivered. Yeah, because he's great as a comic. He's yes, good as, again deadpan humor and being the butt of jokes. Yeah, and he's so good being goofy. He's yeah. so good. Every, so good. Everyone's always shocked when he does it, and it's just like, but he's always this good when he yeah. does it. He just doesn't do it enough. Yeah, that's it's it. Like, he just the nice guys. He's great in that. Fucking yeah. so Cra- good. Crazy in that. stupid love. Great, Amazing. great in that. Amazing. Excellent in that. Like he's always great when he does wacky shit. Yeah. It's he's, just he, he's generally pretty great when he does a lot of things. Like, like he's a great actor. Yeah. But he's just he's just so fucking serious yeah. that when he does something wacky, you're just like, oh, I didn't know he could do it. He can. He, he can. can. He just he doesn't. Can and he, he just delivers. He just it chooses well. not to do it. Yeah. Exactly. Fuck no! I'm gonna go watch the nice guys again. It's on Netflix. Oh God, what a film! I also want to point out Kingsley, Ben, a deer, a deer. Yeah, fucking killed it. No, he was so good. Yeah, he more than made up for how uh, Marvel did him dirty on Secret Invasion. Absolutely, this is the best part of Secret Invasion. Anyway, um, not a high bar. Not a yeah, high bar. But nay, Olivia Coleman was the best part of Secret Invasion. Olivia Coleman's the best part of a lot of things. This is also true. Yeah, I'll give you that. <laughs> he was great. 
our boy fucking Simu Liu. Our yeah, boy, your boy, your boy, Simu Liu. <laughs> he fucking brought it. You know it, what's man. fun though? Speaking of Simu, and it's a thing I I realized just the other day. Um, our we we the collective three because yeah, you were there. You met Simu. I did meet him. Yes. Yeah. Uh, we now have a uh, six degrees of Kevin Bacon number. <laughs> I'm sorry. What we? Yeah, have six degrees of Kevin Bacon number. It's true because we've all collectively met Simu. Tony, you more so. Yeah, I can use you by proxy. Of course, of course. For actually being in a thing. That yeah. You do, yeah. Anyway. Produce. But well, anyway, we, we produce, also, whatever. Well, the yeah. Goss also turned us down for a photo. So there's that too. True. <laughs> true. Yeah. True. Which we have not forgiven him for. Yes. <laughs> And I've yes. devised a master plan. <laughs> How are you going to get him back? To get him back. Excellent. I would just love to tell him. Just interview him and be like, yo, you, you really you uh, snubbed me, man. Yeah. I want to yeah. be the producer on the big next big movie that's try that Ryan Gosling wants to be a part of. Just so I can look him fucking in the eyes and be like, bro, you snub me. me. And now it's my turn to snub you. I am the snub now. <laughs> I'm the snubber now. Yeah. I really, really really love the set design yeah i love the costumes i love yep. what those those parts where like they throw the costume up and then it says where it's from yes i thought that was excellent. great i love it was such a good balance between like fun quirky niche humor deadpan humor everything blended with this fucking bleak as shit existential main plot that's going on it's true it's true and also brilliantly although they didn't have it at the theater i saw it at the standee that they try to put her back in the box yeah. like they have that out in theaters oh yeah, for yeah, people yeah. it was, at, it was a colossus when i went to see oppenheimer they had the full the full box there. yeah i would have yeah. loved me, me, to have me gotten that got pictures on it nice yeah. i would have loved to have gotten pictures on yeah that. i might still be there when you go see oppenheimer yeah it might be you can get your it'll, picture it'll fucking be there. you can get your picture i'll, I'll get my picture yes as ken no yes Alan. You think I'm an Alan? <laughs> you think I'm an Alan? Michael's here a fucking he, oh, he's he so great. fucking delivers, he's so man. Good. I love that. Also he's so great. very good. So he's great. A lot of Canadian a lot of a, a lot. lot of Canadiana yeah. in this. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of Canadiana. And I Yeah, I'm just surprised she got away with Miss Gerwig got away with what she did. And you know, I'm super glad it made a billion dollars yes although Good i say it. that and now mattel wants to make an uno movie because apparently that's that's where you go from that's that's from next existential barbie to uno. uno don't forget about the lena dunham polly pockets movie oh yes oh, yes with lily collins is polly pocket yeah. i can't wait for that yeah. <laughs> that'll be that'll be oh, an interesting yeah. one yeah I, I can't wait for uno to address I don't know the Underground Railroad. Like what the fuck? Like what? What on earth? There's, they want to do a Hungry Hungry Hippos one too. Uh, addressing they, oh, the African poaching thing. That's but they they parody that already in the after party. Yeah, and kind of show why you shouldn't make that into yeah. a movie. Yeah, because it doesn't make any fucking sense. Yeah. <laughs> it's all ridiculous. I'm fucking excited as all hell for the Hot Wheels movie. Oh yeah, you, you you're just big, you're, you're standing the in the Mattel universe. Yeah, only for the Hot Wheels, right? Oh, and you if can they take have, my son because he'll be standing for the Hot Wheels. Yeah. Yeah. If they do like a little track with like I remember, I remember vividly. I still have it at mom's house. It's like a tornado track. Yes, I remember you that remember track. Remember that track? If they fucking do that in the movie, yeah, that shit was oh, the shit, man. Fucking yes, that, that thing All was the it. shit. 
Oh, it was amazing. Remind me, I got to show you something. All right. right. Um, It's not my penis. (laughs) I fucking hope not. It still might be. (laughs) But yeah, all of that is like... What didn't you like? Was there anything you didn't like? Nope. Honestly, I had a smile on my face the entire time. That's fair. It was... It was not what I was expecting at all. And yeah. Maybe some of the Will Ferrell stuff. Yeah. But they 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 wisely didn't focus in on that. Yeah, yeah. It and was they just wisely like got when that was going very it was quick. like But it was classic Will Ferrell again. It was nice to see classic Will Ferrell. Sure. Yeah, but we've it's twenty twenty three, man. Like we've gotten over classic Will Ferrell. Uh, yeah. I disagree. Uh, I disagree. I, it, I can yeah. I can it's fair. It's a fair point. I definitely agree with you guys. If but I'm picking, if I'm I, picking a weak point, but like literally, like like you we're really nitpicking at that. Yeah, point. I'm yeah, not like, saying I don't it think broke the movie for me. I don't I'm think just... it's a perfect movie. I think like they could have tightened it up a little bit, and I think there's a couple of parts where you're kind of like, okay, that's low hanging fruit. And then there's also, but then they get made up with that one comment that the that one of the Barbie says where she's like. I thought I was in, I thought I was just in like a dream where all I wanted was the Snyder cut of Justice League yeah. or something so like that. And like Matt and I were like the only ones who laughed. So good. But it's so, so good. Yeah. It's excellent. And, and, then and it like, made so many fucking Snyder bros mad. Oh yeah. And that makes me even more happy. And then like. So it was a good time when you upset the Snyder absolutely. bros. Absolutely. And then, oh, is this the Godfather? I haven't seen it. Can you start yeah. it from the beginning again? It's excellent. <laughs> Excellent. I laughed my balls off. Excellent. <laughs> just perfect. Yeah. Like there's just so many moments where you're like, yeah, that's perfect. Yeah, that's spot on. Yeah. And then other moments where you're like, I can't believe you did that. Yeah. It's it's just a wide range of emotions. And I think Margot Robbie really sells the fuck out of that thing. Yeah. Like she does so well in that movie, and literally everyone else does too. Yep. Like fucking um Kate McKinnon as Weird Barty. She was so good. Excellent. So good. Fucking Emerald Fennell as uh, Midge. Midge. Yeah, Midge. Oh yeah. my God, the Midge joke. I was like, oh my God, yeah. Midge. I forgot. I forgot. I forgot about Oh my God, Midge. <laughs> Poor Midge. <laughs> oh, Issa Rae. Like, there's just, like, I love that they were all. Yeah. Oh, they, Issa Rae was great. I love Issa Rae. All, they were all committed. No yeah. one, no one. I felt like everyone was like a hundred percent. Yeah. No one phoned it in. Everyone knew knew their assignment and they fucking executed it. Yeah. Yeah. It's just Yeah. I think I'm with James. It's hard, like you're gonna have to nitpick. Yeah. Yeah. But it's rock solid. Yeah. I loved it. And yeah, if you get the humor and if you get like some of the inside insider stuff like Snyder Bro, yeah. <laughs> Snyder yeah. Cut yeah. nonsense. Yeah. yeah. Like there's so much excellent stuff in there that like just completes that movie and makes it all work in some weird ass way. And I love that about it. And like they're upset that they they're like, oh, they don't have plans for a sequel. It's like, where do you where do you go? Where from the here? fuck do you go? Where do you there's go nothing from to go? There's nothing. There's nothing. And then like that, it would have to be like a completely different story. Completely. Yeah, absolutely. And no one. I don't think it needs that. No, nothing, I don't think so. Nothing either. requires no. that. No. No. Like brilliant, just, mar- brilliant marketing and yeah. just like hot leads mm-hmm. and hot writer or like a well, blazing hot writer director yeah yep. who's like killing it yeah 
Noah, Noah Baumbach. Oh, oh yeah, he co-wrote, co-wrote it. it. But yeah. that, that's a Greta but, Gerwig thing. Oh, yeah. I'm sure he just like helped punch it up and yeah. helped like with the structure and stuff. He he definitely let her go crazy. Oh, yeah. of course, <laughs> of course. It's definitely not his voice that's going yeah. on. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's like very his, much like Greta. the Snyder cut joke might have been his. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, solid start to finish. Solid, solid, solid movie. And like you don't have to love it, but if you have issues with how it depicts men. You are the problem. Yeah. Yeah. Just go fuck yourselves. Yeah. 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 I think that's a good way to wrap that up. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Indubitably. So, um, yeah, I think that's it. We don't have any other segments uh, to go on here. No, this is a bonus. A nice little bonus one. And uh, yeah, we uh, will be back, I guess, next week. Next week. Yes, sir. With another one. With our, regular, our regularly scheduled regular program. Scheduled exactly. No Fantasia. No all Fantasia. regular stuff. And one Jimmy watching collateral. Yes. Yes. That's, yes, that's yes, all yes, I can yes, promise yes. and guarantee. Just yes. one. Just one. Just one. Just and, one. Our better, main, and our main event, obviously. And you better be watching yeah. some Billy Friedkin. R.I.P. At least sneak one yeah, Billy I'll Friedkin get a, in. I'll get a Billy Friedkin in. Yes, yes. I will. I promise. Perfect. Live and, live and die in L.A. Yes. Or the French Connection. Nah, uh, live and, I, I live watched, and die in I L.A. I watched the French Connection last year. Then, or to live you, and you know, die in L.A. To die in L.A. Sounds great. Jade with David Caruso. Oh, David Caruso. <laughs> not a bad super, sell. Super fucking stoked about that one. We've seen it. I've not seen Jade. You definitely have seen Jade. Well, I'm going to rewatch it to make sure. <laughs> then, we'll, then we'll know for sure. Anyway, until next week, everyone. I'm still Jimmy. Big Tasty Tony V. Dave Bonus Baldwin. Dave Bonus Baldwin still in the house. Thanks, everyone. We'll uh, talk to you all soon. <laughs>